I haven't seen WWE programming since, well, for a few months. I didn't watch the Royal Rumble. I haven't seen Raw or SmackDown. I haven't seen NXT. Mainly it's because I'm trying to concentrate on doing things I actually enjoy. So what I've done is because I had the chance to watch NXT Vengeance Day, v- Vengeance Times Day, day. Anyway, their last thing, I had a look at it, and, um, well, I, I, I know people have said that it's a, a good show in parts, and there's some good stuff in it, but unfortunately, when you start with a really good match, you need to make clear and make sure that the matches you've got after that at least live up to that match don't John and they don't because the first match is Pete Dunne who I know very well and have seen of old and love his work the bruiserweight versus Tony D'Angelo who I've heard about and who I rather like after this match I first of all curled my lip because it was in a weaponized steel cage match. We've all seen steel cage matches. We've all seen steel cage matches with weapons. We don't need to call it that. It's apparently for a pinfall or submission, so, so you can't get out of the cage. Oh, that makes it even more difficult. Early on, D'Angelo puts a, um, a kendo stick across the back, but then Dunn stamps on D'Angelo's hand on the toolbox that he's got, and then hits the joint manipulation, or uses a joint manipulation, with a spanner. That's great. Fire extinguisher comes in. Blow that fire extinguisher at Dunn, of course. And then a Danjo superplex off the side of the cage, which is hard to do. What's he on the ropes? Can't remember. Anyway, very early on in the match, D'Angelo then ties Dunn's hands with a cable tie, and then gets a claw hammer and fish hooks him with it. That is great. And it might be... One of the highlights of this match, but there's more and better coming up. Dunn, working with no arms, going for an arm lock, gets a, gets, a, a gets DDT'd for it, gets the guillotine in it, and D'Angelo, this is a lovely piece of work, thinks there's no way to get out of this guillotine other than to go to the box, to get the pliers, and to break that, that cable tie that I tied Dunn's hands with. So he does. Dunn then gets a cricket bat, six, right to the bat. And to the back, should I say. And a wrench to the back for the Dunn pin. That was a great match. Now, first of all, I've made a note and said, nice. But actually, when you consider what's happening after that, it's great. Toxic Attraction versus Persia per Potter and Indy Hartwell. Is that right? Yeah. Just, just all right. It's not great. Wendy's good, though. Backstage, I like Wendy. LA Knight, then with Grayson Waller. Not seen Grayson Waller before. People are a bit uh, lukewarm on him. I think I can certainly see why. Then Carmelo Hayes versus Cameron Grimes. Carmelo Hayes is well thought of. I like Cameron Grimes. I liked him when he was Trevor Lee all those years ago. And Carmelo Hayes has charisma for the North American title. That's currently around Carmelo's waist. It's a little bit... It's a bit ordinary. It's a bit standard. There isn't much to see until the crowd start to get into it late on with the Cameron Grimes head scissors, high cross body for the long two 
and then the nice uh, leg drop to the back of the neck for the Carmelo Hayes pin. He retains. The match wasn't great. It didn't catch fire. Next we've got MSK, who if anyone's going to catch fire, they can, with the Creed Brothers from the Diamond Mine and Bivens and all that. MSK got the turntables on the wheels of steel and all that. Yeah, the Creed Brothers apparently have got a unique style. Well, that would be sort of map-based wrestling, wouldn't it? MSK take the turn to give them many, many kicks. And then there's a huge Des. I'm not going to call them by their current names. Huge Des corkscrew over the top. He landed on his feet. That is beautiful. And then the fire flame. The other one where thrown up into the air. Pushed for a somersault. That's beautiful. On the outside, it looked good in impact. It still looks good now. Des hit the corkscrew onto Julius. Hurts his back when he does it. But there was a big, a nasty, nasty low lariat for the Creed win. And they won the Dusty Cup. And I don't care. Now, Dolph Ziggler is a comedian, you know. He's doing a bit of comedy here today. Uh, Apparently, I suppose we're, we're supposed to be entertained by him. Maybe we're supposed to be entertained because... He's, but we're told he's entertaining. So that's why we're supposed to be entertained. A bit like The Miz. He, he's famous, you know. He's on television, therefore he must be good. And then we get Ziggler and Champa sign me up. Um, I, I think I, I might be licking the floor of an abattoir that night. Annual main event. Santos Escobar versus Bron Breaker. Bron Breaker is well thought of. He's a big bloke and he can do big powerful things. And he's one of the Steiners. So, you know, he's from the family. And I don't like him. I think he's really ordinary. He's the champion. Santos Escobar I like better. He's cheeky. He's nefarious. This gets 13 minutes, this main event. Brombreaker hits a headlock for ages. It's almost as if Santos Escobar says, I need to break this because it's boring. I'll throw you over to the ropes. He then hits a delayed suplex, a vertical suplex. We've seen that many times before. Ziggler comes in, hits a super kick for a long two. Brombreaker kicks out. Ziggler over acts terribly. Smacking the barriers. He won't get an Oscar for that. It's shocking. Champa comes out, of course, takes him out. And there is a Brombreaker spear. And he wins some way. Cut to an unimpressed crowd member. I feel the same way. And the comment, if you don't have respect for the NXT champion now, there's something wrong with you. Well, I've not been checked out by the doctor recently, but I ain't impressed. And I ain't impressed by this card either, because it just seemed really ordinary. There were loads and loads of backstage segments. There were loads and loads of adverts where there was no sound. You know, it's picture in picture. There's no sound. Just the adverts. So... I just think it seemed really bitty. And then you get to the in-ring work, and that's not good either. Some of the people I would expect to do well, like Cameron Grimes, like Carmelo Hayes, didn't really bring it. Neither did Santos Escobar, to be honest. And usually, they really impress. MSK 
impressed. The Creed brothers dragged them down. Pete Dunne and Tony D'Angelo really impressed. But you know, this in inverted commas comedy is not working for me. And I preferred the black and gold brand. This multicolored thing is like the new generation. Remember what happened to that? Ta-ta.